It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody and welcome into the NFL Vent Zone presented by Sport Tank. Oliong and Christopher here, ready to help you through the trials and tribulations that come with supporting a team in the National Football League. First episode, super exciting. Tebs, how are we? Living the dream. I can finally become a person again. I've lived the summer as a husk, just waiting, taking every little bit of NFL news and savouring it. But that does not matter anymore because the NFL season is upon us right now. You're right, mate. Honestly, so exciting. We've got an awesome, awesome season ahead. Amazing first game tonight as well. And the most exciting thing of all of it is we're introducing the NFL Vent Zone. Tebs, can you tell the listeners a little bit about our exciting new show? Of course I can. The NFL Vent Zone is your space, the fan space to get anything off their chest relating to the NFL. Your team not performing as well as you want? Vent about it. Has your tr- team made a really weird trade, a wafty trade for someone, probably Carson Wentz? <laughs> Vent about it. If someone is, if there's a really annoying tweet that you have seen that just grinds your gears because there's a fan who thinks that Tua is not a good starter and we should put in Skylar Thompson, you can vent about it. That is what the NFL Vent Zone is. It's for you to get anything NFL-related off your chest. That is beautifully summed up. The The message is, we're here for you. Now, if you're a UK-based listener, which a lot of you guys will be, then you might be surrounded by people that just do not care and are fed up of it. So welcome to the NFL Vent Zone. This is your platform to just get it off your chest. Um, so... A bit about the hosts. I'm Ollie. I'm a 49er fan, have been for, for six years. Um, I became a 49er fan because I watched uh, Colin Kaepernick 
uh, when I was watching the highlights of uh, just trying to learn a bit about the sport, I was used to watching uh, these pocket passers who didn't move. And then I saw Kaepernick and the way he played was just beautiful. It was stunning. And uh, then he uh, he didn't make it through the next season and 49 is horrible for four years. I was less good, obviously enjoying a bit more success now. Looking forward to hopefully a good season of Trey Lance. Uh, Tevs, over to you. Well, you, as you can see by the cap, if the camera zooms in close enough, that says Miami Dolphins. And, you know, my my story, my, my opening story is not a good one. It's as simple as this. When I was a kid, I wasn't into uh, American football. But I was into pro wrestling, which means I like all things American. So once upon a time, my dad, he had a business trip over to Florida. He found a Dolphins jersey on the cheap. Love he brought it back for me. I don't even remember whose jersey it was. So he brought that back over years later, years and years, maybe a decade later, I started playing American football at university. And when you play American football at university, you've got to pick a squad. And it was a no-brainer that it would end up being the beautiful, the only undefeated team in NFL history, the Miami Dolphins. But there is a third person in the vent zone. And that is Cash. Producer Cash. Producer Cash. But you're not going to see him a lot. But don't worry, guys. I am outnumbered because Ollie and Cash, both 49ers fans. Unbelievable. And uh, and uh, producer Cash can't help himself from time to time. And he's very proud of his uh, production skills. So he will pop up from now, uh, from time and again. And uh, if you're watching us, you can see his uh, handiwork throughout the show. Um, so, yeah, please do enjoy that. Anyway, this is the NFL Vent Zone. I think it's about time... Uh, we started to discuss some vents. So, Tev, you want to kick us off? Uh, let's hear it. See, I'm going to make history right now. I'm doing the first vent in NFL vents in history, and it is a good one. As said before, the Miami Dolphins. I love the Miami Dolphins. I've got a Miami Dolphins, two Miami Dolphins flags to my left. I've got a Parker jersey in the bin to my right. <laughs> but we're not talking about Devontae Parker. We're talking about another receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Oh, we got Tyreek Hill. Fantastic. However, the NFL, when it comes to this time, they produce some beautiful artwork. To put up on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, they put up some beautiful artwork. And they have one now where it's a bunch of the players, one player from each team, one representative from each team, looking over the Arizona desert towards the University of Arizona Stadium to say they're looking towards the Super Bowl. What annoys me is who they picked for the Dolphins because they picked Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has done nothing for the Dolphins yet, apart from make us look bad. This is Cash again. He's put the produce, he's put the picture up on screen. You see that just over to the left, Hill 10. Tyreek Hill has done nothing for the Dolphins. There's only one man that should be in that spot, and that is Tua Tagovailoa. And it annoys me that Tyreek Hill, who has done nothing but make us look bad by saying things like, oh, Tua has, you know, he's the, he's the best quarterback ever. He's like Mahomes and Brady combined. When I love Tua, that's not true. Or the, the media, the social media page of the Dolphins showing a video of Tua overthrowing Tyreek Hill. It's, for me, it's it's too much too soon for Tyreek Hill. As far as I'm concerned, Tyreek Hill is a great addition, but he is not the face of the Miami Dolphins. That belongs to Tua Tagovailoa. Okay, so you yeah, make a very good point. <clears throat> he hasn't even taken a uh, meaningful snap for, uh, for your beloved Dolphins. Um, my one counter argument to that would be <clears throat> when you look through the players in that picture, 
you can be very confident that they are the linchpins of that team and the best, probably the best player on the team or very, very prominent player. Do we even know that Tua is that good? He's he's good enough to be our representative. He is, as far as I'm concerned, as of right now, Tua Tagovailoa is the Miami Dolphins. I love Waddle. Armstead's great. Okay, we've got Cedric Wilson Jr. Fantastic. We've got Chris, Christian Wilkins. Even, honestly, even if they'd put Christian Wilkins in that space above Tyreek Hill, I'd respect it a lot more. But Tyreek <laughs> Tyreek Hill has done nothing for the Miami Dolphins yet. We've got, a thir- we've got a 30-year-old Tyreek Hill, which, you know, I'm already not particularly happy with. But for me, okay, he was really good for the Chiefs. Fantastic. As far as I'm concerned, he's coming to Miami. We don't know. We don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to be the guy. He's going to be that game changer for us. Yeah, and- but I think when you look at how he can impact the team, though, because you've also got Jalen Waddle. Now, if you if you now think that as a defense you've got to defend against the speed of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and then the running backs, your non-existent running back room from the last year, last however long, now consists of um, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, and the the mastermind behind this is uh, Mike McDaniel's, who just came from the 49ers, whose uh, running game was ge- was genius. And it's a yeah. very, I think it's a very exciting prospect. Yo, um, that's yo, that's really cool. Has 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 Chase played any uh season games for the Dolphins? No. Has Mostert? No. Has Hill? No. Put Waddle on there. Put someone, true. put true. someone who is a face of the Miami Dolphins. Because when you think of Tyreek Hill right now, you do not think of the Miami Dolphins. That is exactly the reason why Tyreek Hill does not deserve to be on that pedestal promoted as our premier player is he a premier player yes he is but he's not our premier player just yet i just uh, yet yeah i think that i think that the uh, the horizon is looking bright for your um for your beloved dolphins and i think that it's going to be a fun season i really am excited by a lot of the players there and i think you're going to enjoy it um so. so history is made the first event is in the books we're now going to keep it in the division as we move on to our our next vent from Jordan. Going into this season, the Buffalo Bills are ranked number one on the power rankings going to the NFL. And I have absolutely no idea why. A franchise that has a history of being serial losers. I think in football, you have winners and losers. And that mentality that goes through a franchise and through the players is what, at the end of the day will determine the success in their season. I can already predict what's going to happen this season. Easiest division in football. They'll get a bye week and they'll turn up for that first playoff game. They may or may not win that first one, but I have no doubt whatsoever that they will bottle it. Josh Allen is not a winner and will never be a winner. And all this hype around the Bills coming into this season is absolute trash because at the end of the day they may have you know the best season ever their best season ever you know that could happen they could play the best football in the league all season but end of the day when it comes to postseason they will lose they will bottle it and I have no doubt if that and these experts that rank them number one I really really am struggling to understand how they've done that right this really is a hot take because 
as Jordan, so that, that came from our friend Jordan, uh, as he alluded to there, everyone does seem to have the Bills as, well, they're very much the trendiest pick for the best team in the whole of the NFL, Super Bowl favourites and all of that. Um, and I think you can understand why they came so close last year. Um, the, the talent is unreal. I think a lot of people would also pin uh, Josh Allen as the mo- most likely uh, MVP. So for Jordan to come on and say that is a hot take, but you can understand you can understand why. Um, they, they do have a bit of a reputation of uh, being bottle jobs. I mean, look at last year alone. They played an awesome game and they played to them. However... All you have to do is um, is uh, not let a team score a touchdown from their own red zone for their own, for, in twelve seconds, I think it was. So yeah, I mean, he has a point. What do you think? Right, I'll get one thing out of the way. Easiest division in the AFC. We'll let that one slide first of all. Um, I feel like it's the same thing with the same thing with the Titans a few years ago. Titans made a big run. They had Henry. They had, I think, was it AJ Brown or AJ Green? I forget which receiver was theirs. People were like, this is the Titans here, this is the Titans here. I do agree that despite the Bills having all this talent, I don't think it's going to go for them. Uh, I would love to see them bring a Super Bowl back to Buffalo. I really, really would. But I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you see, like in the 90s, they went to four Super Bowls and lost all of them. All of them. Like, how, how incredible is it that to get to four Super Bowls, number one, but to lose every single one? Like, it's funny, I, I, it's funny how teams can kind of, despite changes in front office, back office, uh, quarterbacks, whatever, it, like, the, these kind of trends can follow through. I mean, if you look at the, uh, the Cowboys, who are meant to be America's team, and you can't argue that they've... You know, they've had strong rosters forever and they have all the financial backing that they need. But they've also struggled for, what, like 20 years now to actually um, sustain a, a deep playoff run. Um, for me, it's, for me, it's you see, John's right says, if you see what the analysts say, everyone, well, not well, the majority, bills, 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 all bills. When you see that the people, the sports analysts, have got consistently ranked a team high, Congratulations! That means they're going to fail. Yeah, like, well, it's, setting, it's quite literally setting themselves up for failure. I mean, the um, if I had to put money on it, I mean, obviously, the, the the chances of any team, no matter how talented they are, to win a Super Bowl, it's just so hard because you feel like a certain amount of element, uh, an element of luck comes into it. But when you look at their team, it is ridiculous. I mean, they they were worthy Super Bowl. Um, uh, attendees, I won't say winners, but they were worthy to get to the Super Bowl last year. They came just a little bit short, and like that squad has has only got stronger. I mean, they what their biggest issue was was the pass rush, and they've now got Von Miller, who's a fair. Yeah, but, yeah, but they've yeah, but they've got an, they've got an ancient Von Miller with two rings. Yeah, I don't know. He, he says he wants another ring. I say that he wants a payday, and he because... got a massive payday and a long payday as well. You got because I don't think there's there's a lot left in the tank for Von Miller. He's a great yeah. player his chicken farm what he wants but I don't think that it's I don't think that this is that Von Miller's going to be the difference maker that everyone thinks he is well I look forward to seeing it and on the offensive side uh, I like Gabe Davis I think that he's an upgrade over the kind of struggling receivers they had there such as Emmanuel Sanders um, before and he was 
just scoring touchdowns galore, I think, towards the end of last year. they got a talented team, and I think it's going to be fascinating to follow. And I, I hope for Jordan Arventus' sake that they don't succeed, because I know he'll enjoy that greatly. Um, right, now we're moving over to the uh, the Seahawks with our next event from Elliot. So, let's hear it. I'm just not sure on DK anymore. He's just not the same player I fell in love with two, three years ago. So I'm coming to the league, big, strong, well-built, well-running, wide receiver. I think the star's got to his head a little bit. He's just not the player, he's not the team player that, and the humble player that he came into the team as. Uh, I think he, I strongly believe he costs the wildcard game against the Rams a year ago. Um, I don't think he's in it for a team. I think he's in it for highlight reels. He puts in some great work, but I feel that he's not the player I fell in love with. And with his new pay packet, I kind of wanted him gone. Especially after getting rid of Russ, I'm not sure what the plan is with the Seahawks board at the minute, but I don't think Metcalf's keeping around, worth keeping around. Especially after this season. The season just gone. Time will tell. They're an interesting team to look at. When you look at the Seahawks, what do you think? Awful. Worst team in the league. Worst team in the league. It's going to be shocking. Like, even even like Davis Mills heading up the Texans, Texans are going to stink this year. <laughs> like, they stink every year. Um, but the Seahawks have got a really rare opportunity to, ju- <laughs> to just be terrible. To be awful. Like, their, their quarterback room awful Chris Carson he's a good running back I'm sure that if you if Chris Carson's okay for perfect if <laughs> if if cash brings up the picture with all those Super Bowl teams or Super Bowl people again I can guarantee that DK Metcalf is the only is the person that they've got representing the Seahawks because he's the only star they've got left where is he <laughs> I think well and like when you when you look at that team and you look across, yeah, yeah, yeah far he, right. is. he is by a long way the most talented player on that squad. Um, and unfortunately, it really is by a long way. And for a team to have like a stars and scrub roster, but the stars consist of one, and it's DK Metcalf, and he costs a hell of a lot of money. I agree with locking down your players for a long time, and like he, he truly is a unique. Player. He's a unique talent. He's just a unique build. You don't see wide receivers like that, uh, other than maybe AJ Brown. And it's fair enough to decide to lock him down because you do not want to lose someone like that. But if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have a linchpin of your team, it doesn't strike me that it should be a wide receiver. That feels to me more like a luxury position. If you're gonna really go out and and like pay someone and really build around someone, obviously you want it to be the quarterback. That's the priority. But that's not they're quite hard to come by. Um, but even so, but surely so, like a solid left toe right tackle that's going to be there for ten years, a, uh, a even better a defensive lineman and an Ed an Ed rusher who can genuinely be a a threat. Whereas you've got DK Metcalf and who even knows if uh, Geno Smith, the exciting talent that is Geno Smith, is he going to be able to get him the ball? I mean, and also and also think think about it like this is what Metcalf's like second third year in the league. That's not the veteran presence that I want to put out there and be like, yes, DK Metcalf is our man. It's like, that's radical when <laughs> what he was the most famous for was having a pacifier mouthpiece. 
for the longest time. Like, <laughs> well, like it would it would surprise me if if Metcalf goes full OBJ at the end of the season. Goes get me the hell out of Seattle. Get, get me anywhere. And someone with a lot of money who likes receivers that rhymes with Blacksonville, they are gonna absolutely gobble up the chance to sign a receiver for at least four point six billion. What you did know? you think that you said? I'm a wide receiver. Get me out of here. I think that's how you titled it first time around, and I like that. I think yeah. to support your case uh, about him being a questionable person to uh, to build around. Um, if you, I've got some of his numbers from last year. So he had 967 yards last year. That's obviously didn't even break a thousand. I can't remember if he missed any with injury. I'm not sure. I know that Russell Wilson did. So obviously you have got to take that into account. But um, he started 60 yards, 53 yards, 107 yards, 65 yards. And 98 yards. So that's with Russell Wilson. You know, that doesn't blow you away at all. Then after week seven, granted, uh, Wilson missed a lot of that game. Now, he's he, we've, we touched on how big he is. And like he is obviously a massive threat as a receiver. But those are not impressive numbers. And they have paid him to produce a lot more than that. And now they've got Geno Smith at quarterback. Who knows what? They're going to have to pray they do badly this year so that they have a chance of getting a good quarterback in the draft next year. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's a, it's a questionable move. Um, Quite a questionable move is why, is why is Pete Carroll going to tarnish his legacy in a season that he knows is going to be horrific? It's going to be interesting to see how much they get beaten by every, every week. Wouldn't shock me if they, if they win one, one game. One game and that's it. Mate, as a 49er fan, I'm crossing my fingers for that. Um, right then, before we move on to the next event, which is a banger, I'll let you know. Vendors events, we would love to get them on the show. Um, eventually, we'll look at introducing a live aspect so you can come on and discuss it and actually uh, argue with us and tell us that our takes are wrong. Uh, so that's great. The email, again, is nflventzone at gmail.com. And do follow us on social media. NFL Vent Zone. Um, please do share everything as well because it's massively helpful for us. We really want to hit the ground running with this. Um, and uh, yeah, we look forward to just hearing crazy events all throughout the season. Um, next vent up, we're going to talk about another underwhelming, well, quite an underwhelming player. Carson Wentz is a doofus who whose brain deserts him when he needs it most when the game's on the line in jacksonville can your quarterback step up and take carry the team to a victory no he's missing wide open receivers left right and center or in the game against tennessee big divisional matchup throwing left-handed interceptions in his own end zone the guy is a complete and utter doofus he's a doofus and i, I really never want to see him play football again hell even my grandma who's in a mobility scooter can hit Nine times out of ten, some of the checkdowns that he misses is really, really infuriating. They, oh, I'm so mad. I never want to see him play football again. Um, to be honest, he's—I <laughs> just can't do it. He's my blood pressure just went through the roof having to watch him every week and defend him to the Eagle fans that warned us about him. But it's gone. I'm glad it's over. But oh my days, I cannot stress enough how infuriating watching Carson Wentz is because he's got so much talent but he does nothing with it. It's infuriating. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. <laughs> I think uh, that was, so that was a vent from a Colts fan. Um, and, and yeah, be, be a, be a beautiful man by the name of Cam Matthews, who yeah. gets very, very angry about um, 
to cults. I can tell you that now. Yeah, so a rent from a cults fan, but really that that should come from a commanders fan, I think, because um, the uh, the the commanders are in for a whole world of pain with uh, Wentz as their quarterback this year. And if I was a, a commanders fan, I would be straight on the NFL vent vent zone hotline and uh, ranting just like Cam did there. Um, yeah, not going to be a fun year, I don't think, for the uh, commanders. It's interesting that you think that because. I've seen some people, Commanders fans, obviously, who are very, very, very positive that they've got Carson Wentz, which is absolutely ridiculous, especially because the Commanders are in the same division as the Eagles. They have seen Carson Wentz, and for some reason, they've only clocked the Carson Wentz that took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. He took them there. That's it. He took them to the door. He didn't walk through the door. That was that was Nick Foles. And this, this is it. There is is there a statue of Carson Wentz? Did anyone commission a statue of Carson Wentz? No. Did someone commission a statue of Nick Foles? Yes. Carson Wentz is not even was not even the best quarterback on that squad, and he's not the and I tell you what, he's not even the best quarterback on the Washington squad because they've still got Taylor Heineke, and I'd still prefer to see Taylor Heineke under centre for the Commanders, and the Commanders as much as they are very much a joke franchise they are a good squad McLaurin is an absolute unit Gibson at running back unit Chase Young when his ACL is better unit their D-line units they're a good squad one thing they're missing is a quarterback and what they've done is they've turned around and went oh gosh oh god we need a quarterback oh my god we need a quarterback we can actually win the the um, NFC East who are we going to select Carson Wentz no Wrong, 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 yeah. wrong, wrong, and, wrong, 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 wrong. And the painful thing about that really is that they jumped the gun massively. Like like you say, they panicked and they just went out and were like, shit, we need a quarterback. Uh, let's go out and get one. And if they just held on a little bit, Matt Ryan became available. Baker Mayfield became available. They might have been able to wrestle Jimmy Garoppolo away from the 49ers. Not too sure about that. And the thing is, you've got, you've got to think about the price the commanders paid as well. Because well, Wentz's go. contract was so fat, the commanders gave the Colts a second and a third. And a, a second and a third. Like, for Carson Wentz, I wouldn't even have given him that after his rookie season. No. And I don't know off the top of my head, but I, I know that Mayfield was cheaper. And I know... And I, oh, and no, no, but that, that's because the Browns spited Baker Mayfield and traded him for a fifth. And there's no, and to be fair, like Mayfield isn't exactly, you know, the best answer either. And Matt Ryan, there's a high chance he wouldn't have wanted to go. But to have committed so quickly to Carson Wentz, I would I would just be frustrated as a um, as a Commanders fan to know that you just didn't even explore the opportunities. I would much rather have Baker Mayfield there, given even with all the issues that he's had and the reason that the um, the Browns have hated him. There was a time going, I think even going into last year, people, people considered him way, well, way higher I than he is now. I, that's it. I know this is the, the Baker Mayfield um, portion of it, but I think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. I don't think, I think that people undervalue Baker Mayfield considerably. Yeah, he was very injured last year as well, wasn't he? Very injured. That's what like, It was a stupid decision by him and the Browns staff to have him play with a shoulder injury on his non-throwing shoulder because you can see he got worse. You and the year see, before, 
And the year before, he 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 really showed promise. Um, playoffs. Beat, he's, beat the beat the Steelers. Yeah, he's young enough. He's young enough that there's there's hope there. And I, you just think that with Wentz being in his third team already, you just think that the ceiling is there's the the, the ceiling is nowhere near as exciting. Um, but yeah, the we we pray that Wentz can do well because the the likes of McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, their rookie running back. Um, who should be back after he went through a horrible, horrible experience getting shot during a, oh, um, yeah. yeah, that was miserable. So hopefully he's back soon. And, but those players, you know, they're exciting talents and they deserve a good quarterback that can really propel them. Um, so there we have it. Commanders, good luck. Uh, right then, to finish up the, the venting section of the show, we're going to move over to myself. Now I'm a 49er fan. Um, and uh, it's been a quite a frustrating off-season, I'd say. 49er fans, we've been counting down the days, uh, more than any other team, I'd argue, for the season to start because it's been an off-season of speculation and an off-season of consistent <laughs> questioning by media, by, uh, by fans. Just social media has been obliterated by people questioning whether Trey Lance is ready. And now the season is here, surely those questions can go away, right? No, they can't. because. Uh, the 49ers did a very, very smart uh, thing of, uh, of restructuring Jimmy Garoppolo's contract to make him the highest, uh, the most expensive and best looking uh, backup QB in the league. Now, you might start, you'd argue that it's good to have insurance for Trey Lance, especially given that he is a, uh, a mobile quarterback. Uh, you know, he, he's more likely to get injured and therefore having Jimmy, who we know can perform, um, is a good thing. But I just can't, I just don't see it that way at all. I think that um let's be honest he's essentially a rookie and rookies have them ups and downs big time um he has accuracy issues so we know that there's going to be teething problems i think that if anybody thinks that he's just going to roll out and be a patrick mahomes second year uh experience i just don't think that's going to happen i think there's going to be issues and unfortunately when those issues happen and when they will happen What's going to happen? There's going to be endless questions about whether Jimmy Garoppolo should be the right person leading this team. That Trey Lance is wasting the talent that's on this roster, and uh, I think that his leash just became way shorter. And I think it's going to be potentially to his detriment. I think it's a really spicy situation. For for me, anyway, I think how like how like sort of undersaturated the the elite QB market was this season. To have Jimmy Garoppolo, who is, you know, a, a very good quarterback, considering some of the people who are starting in the league, yeah, to have him as your backup, I think that's a waste because I think that there could have been a possibility for some very high draft picks for Garoppolo. And obviously, I'm I don't work in NFL's head office. I don't know if any offers were made. I'm not stupid. Of course, offers were made. Of course, offers were made, and and they weren't taken because you're not sure about Trey Lance. Congratulations on now in ruining the confidence of Trey Lance and wasting the opportunity to get some high draft picks, especially considering that the 49ers gave their first rounders to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, I think it was wishful thinking to think that it would be a high pick. I also think what really banged us was that he chose a really unhelpful time to get surgery on his shoulder, which prevented... Uh, potentially some deals going through. Um, and look, at the end of the day, the 49er front office traded three first rounds for young Trey. And uh, it's time to hand him the keys. 
and not have him looking over his shoulder. I mean, if you look at what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes, they got Alex Smith out the building. If you look what they did with uh, what the Cowboys did with Dak Prescott, they got Romo out the building. I think that this is, uh, yeah, I really hope that Trey's a bigger man and that he can get through this controversy and uh, uh, the endless questions, but I'm not sure. Now, uh, producer Cash uh, is a an, is another uh, 49er fan, and I think that he might have a few opinions on this as well. So. I'm coming at heart. I'm coming at heart on this one. I I'm really I'm really disagreeing with this whole point. He's got to look over his shoulder. It, Jimmy G, other than being like a stand-up dude, he like Trey needs to prove that he's the guy. And like, yes, you might have a better, you know, have a QB sat on your shoulder who is, you know, a, definitely a starting NFL caliber QB. But if he's the dude, he's going to beat him out. Do you know what I mean? He's going to, in like development, I understand that. But as far as I see it, if you're the best quarterback, it doesn't matter if you've had not enough snaps or you've not had enough game time. Like you are, you will be superior and you'll, you'll, you'll see the improvement quicker. So what well, kind of I, like a, do you know what I mean? I can't remember the number exactly, and I can't remember if this is accurate. So look it up and don't quote me on it. But <laughs> since since like college, or like from college to now, he's only thrown like three hundred passes in a game, like ever. Like it, there's yes, it's it's not a question of um, you know can he do it because even even if he can do it, it just simply might take some time because he's just so green. He's just such a like. He's an uber rookie because he didn't play for the majority of his college season. He then sat all of last year. Um, I don't know. I think that it's it's going to be tricky. Uh, and like, it, so like, Trey Lance should count himself lucky is what you should do because there's currently a first-round quarterback sat up in Green Bay who has done nothing but watch football <laughs> games for the last few years as Aaron Rodgers throws to Devontae Adams 400 times a game. Yeah, Trey Lance should, <laughs> yeah, should consider so himself lucky that he's... That, that, okay, well, Garoppolo's right there. Rad. At least I know for a fact I'm not going to be sat there literally watching <laughs> my career waste away while Aaron Rodgers takes DMT and throws spirals <laughs> that like are going to explode into fireworks in his head because he's on so many drugs, getting getting weird tattoos and somehow I, becoming a, a, somehow thinking that ayahuasca helps his his football game. If he, I mean, obviously, <laughs> if 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 he wins, if 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 the, if the Green Bay Packers win the Super Bowl, I can guarantee you that every single quarterback is going to be, oh, get me down, get me down to South America. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do it, you know. But but like I mean, I like. I wouldn't feel too bad for the uh, for him. He's definitely getting paid millions of pound, millions of dollars just yeah, to sit like, on the yeah, bench. Yeah, like Jordan. Like, yeah, Jordan Love's cool. getting paid millions of dollars to sit on the bench. But <laughs> like for me, like that's great if you're Chase Daniels and you're a career third stringer and you get paid like four million a year and you've thrown I think something like sixteen passes in your career. But if you're young, you've been drafted in the first round, and Aaron Rodgers has basically turned around and said, "I I hate this kid. I hate him." Absolutely hate him. I'm not doing nothing for him. Same thing with Tannehill, with Malik Willis. Turn around and goes, I'm not his mentor. He, is he your mate? He's not my mate. Never seen him before. Don't know him. You know, it's it's, it's things uh, of it's things of that nature. Like Trey Lance should just be happy that he's should just be happy that he's starting. If you watch over your shoulder, fine. But it's for it's for the good of the team. And you know, again, I Given the restructuring of the contract, it would not surprise me if you see it week 
eight, because that's the deadline, someone turns turns around and goes, please, San Francisco, I'm begging you, Carson Wentz has thrown nine interceptions in the game <laughs> and we took him out at half time. You know, it's... I think that's the, that is actually a good point. And um, there was kind of rumours that uh, that he wouldn't be able to be traded because he has a no trade clause still. But at the end of the day, like, I think Jimmy's going to take a starting opportunity and uh, that by no means means we can't trade him. Um, to really sum up the the pain of a of a 49er fan throughout this uh, this offseason, where it really, really has been um, over, everything's been overblown. It's been overreaction central. Um, Jimmy, uh, Trey Lance was recently not selected as one of the captains. And of course, that sent Twitter mad. And um, we stumbled across a really funny tweet by a chap called East Bay Chris. I mean, that's not his actual name. That's his handle. Um, <laughs> sure. He is a 49 <laughs> fan. Um, and he tweeted out, said, don't let the trolls on Twitter tell you otherwise. Trey Lance not being named captain means that the American dream, that the American dream is dead. The world is probably ending and the terrorists won. And I think that <laughs> encapsulates the 49 fan attitude to just about everything this off season. And I think that is a perfect way to, uh, to, uh, to wrap up that segment. Uh, <laughs> um, unless anybody else has anything to add. That sounds no, like I'm a coming hot, man. Yeah, I'm coming uh, hot. Don't worry, I'm done. I've cooled off. Well, thank you for that. Was uh, it was good to have uh, another forty nine er input on that. Um, this show isn't all about negativity. I think the listeners will be glad to hear. We also want to give an opportunity for positive thoughts and funny stories and just good NFL content uh, that's yeah got a slightly more positive spin. So um, something that I that we're going to do is a, a section called "Brag on the Play." Came up with that yesterday. Went with it instantly because uh, we think we're genius. Um, and this is going to be just an opportunity to have uh, either vent about something positive or just chat about something that is uh, uh, good, not bad. Um, so this week we're going to just, you know, we, we're on the eve of, well, we're on the day of the, the NFL season kicking off. It's a ridiculously exciting day. Well, to be fair, technically for us British fans, it, is it, it technically yeah. is the eve, yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, and there's, uh, yeah, we're going to just go around everyone and just say what we're looking forward to the most. Um, I would just get the ball rolling here because this is uh, well, unless Tebs, if you're ready to go, uh, please feel free. For me, for me, it's easy. I, I I haven't been watching football massively long until I started playing it, and somehow I managed to fall in love with the Miami Dolphins to the point where I think it's because I didn't watch um, like football, um, football, football as a kid, so I never really had a team to connect to. So I've connected to the Dolphins in a big way. I've sort of taken all of that sort of pent up team loyalty that I would have had um, as a as a younger man and and giving it to the Miami Dolphins full force. There's, you know, I'm moving house at the minute, Dolphins merch, Dolphins merch, Dolphins merch, Dolphins merch, Dolphins merch, Dolphins merch. You know, I've if I get a tattoo of a dolphin, it wouldn't be surprised. So what I'm looking forward to, because there's 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 only one thing I want in my life. Only one thing that I want. That's some January football. Oh yeah, that's that's what I want. I want some January football. I want to sit, but I don't want to. I don't want to sit there and have to watch my my friends' teams play some January football. No, this is the year. This is the year that we do it. This is the year. There's no ifs ands or buts now. Last year, almost. The year before that, almost. No more. Almost. I don't care about the Buffalo Bills. I don't care about the rest of the AFC. I don't care about the Bengals. I don't care about the Ravens. As far as I'm concerned, this is the year we make the post. I'm not asking for a Super Bowl. 
Just one playoff game. I don't care if we lose. Just one playoff game. Just appear, please. So mine is, you know, I know it's sort of like I feel like I'm doing like a Thanksgiving thing. We say what you're thankful for. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm also just what I'm excited to see is finally figuring out whether or not Mike McDaniel's is the smartest man alive, or in fact, an idiot. Because I cannot tell as of right now. That's what I'm looking forward to getting the answer to that question. I think uh, I think you're going to be happy with uh, with the result, and that I think he's a genius, and I think you're going to enjoy watching his team play American football well into January. We'll go there. Uh, my one's a little bit more short sighted. It's uh, just looking at week one. There's loads of juicy matchups. It's brilliant, but I I've got one thing circled. It's the uh, the Browns versus the Panthers. I just want to see that you know. For understandable reasons, the Browns have become a very hated team and uh, I despise them and I cannot wait to hopefully watch uh, them have a miserable season. And it would just be so beautiful if their miserable season was kicked off by their ex-quarterback who they visually, they told everyone that they hated and they treated him badly. They kicked him out. They got rid of him. And if he if he laid down a hammering on them in week one, that would just make me very, very happy. And I believe that the the Browns have got the record for the most week one games lost consecutively. I believe it's something, I think, I believe it's something like the Browns have consecutively lost 16 of their last week one games. Don't quote me on that. Look it up and don't quote me on that. That's the that's the quote now. It's the mantra um, going to be for this show. Don't quote us on anything because we <laughs> yeah. never look at the exact numbers or the yeah. exact records or whatever. We just have a few kind of ideas from things yeah. that we have. <laughs> the NFL vent zone, don't quote us. Uh anyway, Cash, hit me. Yeah, I I got I got a, a quick nice quick one. Uh positive event is definitely about the uh fantasy football being back. And uh, firmly locked in on the site of beating Ollie for, I think, potentially the first. Now, how many How many have you won now in the last six years, Ollie? Is it five I won, or four? I won three early doors. Uh, it's been less successful recently. And everyone does have a vendetta against me because of those early wins. Um, since then, it's become a bit harder. And Chris, you, you seem to have already forgotten this somehow. But you have actually beaten me in a final of a, of a fantasy championship. Yes. So uh, no, I remember. I remember. Don't worry. But that was that's past glory. But yeah, I I think it, the positive event obviously fancy been back and also just the group hate towards Ollie is uh, is always a positive. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. I love it. Uh right, before we go, we're just going to finish off with one final funny story because we just think it's too good not to be shared. Um and it's about the shortest quarterback in the league, Kyler Murray. Um some incredible research was done a month or so ago. Uh, really, really good research. And uh, I think that the NFL needs more research like this. Um, they're, they're, this was all triggered by a fantastic clause in Kyler Murray's extension that he needed to do a certain amount of film study each week. Uh, and that obviously had everyone questioning his uh, his focus and his drive. Uh, and this was all triggered even more by the fact that his performances do seem to drop off towards the end of the year. Now, the credit on this goes to a chap called Negativity on Reddit. And uh, he's done some research to show that uh, Carla Murray performs worse during weekends when there are double points available on Call of Duty. So he already had a reputation as a gamer. And now it's been, <laughs> it's been suggested that this actually negatively impacts his performance on game weekends. I'll just run you for a couple of the stats. Um, Murray's average passer rating on non-double point weekends is 97.43. 
and 89.65 on double point weekends, <laughs> showing a negative, showing a 7.77 difference on two on two point weekends. That's a significant difference for a quarterback. <sighs> um, and his win loss record, uh, Murray's record on non two point weekends is 18 16 and one. That's 0 0.529. And on double points weekends, it's four and seven. That's uh, <laughs> that's a massive difference. This guy, this guy, he's he's clearly talented. Nobody's going to deny right, that. That's it. I'm, I bet you that there's someone over at um, Activision who's just sat there. He's probably, I don't know, he's probably just like um, 49ers fan. He's like, right, I've got this in the bag. What's this? <laughs> Double XP weekend. Is that, <laughs> I like that. Um, please, please do. If you're if you work for Activision and you're listening to this, and you have the power to do stuff like that, please do it for us 49er fans on this podcast. Um, but yeah, without further ado, what a pleasure. I can't wait to do this every week this season. Obviously, the events each week will actually be related to the to the Sunday matchups and Monday Night Football and all that. So they'll be very relevant to what you've just watched. Can't wait to hear it. Thank you, Tebs. Thank you, Producer Cash. Any final words? No, thank you very much, guys. It's going to be an interesting season. And the best part about this season is that you will not have to go into your job on Monday morning with hunched shoulders, so angry that, oh, my God, Jalen Hurts is awful. Oh, my God, David Mills is awful. Oh, my God, Tyreek Hill's torn his ACL week one. You won't have to worry about all that because the people in the office don't care. They're not going to listen to you. But you know who is going to listen to you? We're going to listen to you. So thank you very much from me. We care. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.